Hello, Manit. Hello. How are you, Manit? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I am doing great. Thank you, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Anytime. Anything for you, huh? Thank how are things at your end? Things are insane. But great. So, you know, we're we're doing our part to uh, keep the business going, uh, help right. our community, and, and do all the things that we need to do to uh, support our staff and, you know, all the good stuff in life. That's, how about you? That's awesome. Um, same. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, um, we are doing, we've opened one of the restaurants. Uh, we are opening two more this week. Great. So, so let's see how it goes. That's, that's it. We'll see how it goes. That's all we can do, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to do a quick intro and then we'll kind of get onto the, uh, the official. I appreciate you jumping on with me. Absolutely. All right. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Behind the Wall. My name is Eric Levine. I am your host. Uh, today, I have a very, very special guest here. Uh, someone who most of you will know from Chopped, but also uh, an amazing entrepreneur, a restaurateur, uh, a great mom, a, CIA, a fellow CIA graduate, and someone who has accomplished amazing things. Also, uh, I'm very lucky that uh, she did the food for my latest cookbook, uh, Burgers, Balls, and Jaws. So uh, welcome, Manit. Thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Well, thank you. I, you know, I, I know uh, we're all going a little crazy these days with the uh, pandemic going on and and uh, things not being uh, what they were. So I figured let's have a little fun and, and, and share a little bit about you and your world and what you're doing. One of the things that always uh, interests me is what is like, what is your your biggest childhood food memory? My, my entire life is just full of food memories. Actually, my older sister and I, we laugh at times that, you know, when they are, they are big family functions, like somebody's wedding or something, which we've been to together. The only thing I remember from those events are pretty much uh, my uh, food memories. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you remember the lamb kima at aunt's wedding? And she's like, what are you talking about? That is awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, I think there's so many, like, as a kid, what I would do is I would finish dinner at my house go to my neighbor's house and tell that my parents hadn't fed me so can I eat with you and the incredible part about growing up in uh, where I did which was this really small town in um, in India called Ranchi um, it was um, uh, you know there were people from all over India in our small community because my dad was an engineer and uh, you know India has a very distinct cuisine of its own. So I was really fortunate that I got a, you know, a glimpse of Indian cuisine through the small community that I lived in. So that was incredible. But that's, yeah, you know what, I, I learned a lot about through my uh, previous partners who were both from India. And I learned, I used to think that uh, masala was like one style or one flavor profile, but it's, there's so many styles of masala. Exactly. And every, and I guess every community has their own base foundation. Absolutely. Which to me was, was truly, truly amazing. It was truly amazing to learn. Um, so what made you choose Tennessee? What made you choose the area that you opened up in? I think Tennessee chose me. <laughs> oh, there you, go. you know, it's it's really interesting. Um, you know, Chopped had really taken off. I was based out of New York and I was, you know, uh, getting phone calls from all over, like all over the country that, hey, would you like to open something over there? And in between came a phone call. 
something in Nashville and um, Vivek and I my husband we are business partners also and our first reaction was who the beep goes to you know Nashville right <laughs> and uh, but we explore each and every option that comes our way so that's what we did we came over here and we just kind of fell in love with the opportunity that the city affords uh, you know there was nothing like what we were planning to do over here so uh, so that's what we did we were like okay Uh, if it is going to be a uh, Nashville, but the plan was to commute from New York. Like we would be based out of New York because we right. had businesses over there, um, and then um, the project, which was supposed to be done in you know in six months, took two years, and along the way, <laughs> we found out that you know baby number two was. Um, Uh, baby number two was, uh, you know, uh, along the way, the way. Yeah. and uh, but still, best laid plans. We'll open the restaurant in November. We'll go back to New York, have the baby in, you know, uh, February, uh, March. All of the good, good stuff. Right. Uh, that being said, the day we opened the restaurant, November eighteen, two thousand fourteen, our son decided to be born three months early. So <laughs> I was not there for the opening of my own first restaurant. You kind of have to be at the hospital to give. Yeah, kind of how it works out that way. <laughs> yeah, and um, and he was uh, he was in the NICU. He was a preemie, uh, you know, okay. a two and a half pounder. And uh, we decided that if he's so adamant in being an Australian, who are we to stop him? So we went to New York, wrapped up everything, moved over here. Uh, best move ever. Uh, named our son Karma because you kind of need to have a sense of humor when you're going through this. And sure. yeah. And that's that, it. That is amazing. I see your, your daughter uh, tends to play a little bit in the kitchen with you. Oh yeah, she's she's quite the drama queen. I wonder who she gets it from. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So, what what you work with a lot of uh, different charities. What what is your go-to foundation, or what's the one that uh, means the most to you at, at this time? I think you know each and every foundation means a lot because you know in the end of the day what is really important is that each and every foundation is working towards making this a better world and we need that right now. Yes. Um, I have always supported the March of Dimes only because I have a personal story with it. You know, with my son being a preemie and it right. is a. You know, it's an amazing organization. But I also say yes to anybody who asks me anything. Be it the World Central uh, Kitchen, be it the Nashville Food Project, you know, um, one um, uh, Gateway. That that is like so many, so many. Uh, I say yes to everything because I think that each and every uh, charity deserves your time. And if you have a platform that you And use it, then why not? Yeah, you know what? And that's one of the things I love about you. I think that you're so giving and you're so involved. I mean, even even for me, you know, we met uh, nine years ago on, at Chop on Chop, yeah. And uh, you were one of the judges, and and there was something, you know, you, you had a very something special about you when we met. And I was going through a very uh, a difficult time at the time, but there was something that I just saw in you. That just made me smile. Like you had, you've always had this positive energy, and and 
you know, it's, it's a blessing to, to know you. And, and again, thank you for writing the forward on my cookbook. Oh my God, um, it's yeah. so beautiful. Thank you so thank much. You. I appreciate it. So how did you actually get, speaking about Chopped, how did you actually become a judge on Chopped? I'm still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> so it all, it literally started with me competing on Iron Chef against Chef Morimoto. I mean, you remember, I mean, like when I went to CIA, that, that was the height of, you know, the original yes. Iron Chef. And we as students, uh, all we want to do is compete on Iron Chef. And right. I got the opportunity to do that, to compete against Chef Morimoto. Uh, and I came second of both of us. <laughs> I'm not gonna That's say awesome. I, I lost, but from there I was invited to uh, compete on uh, on the next Iron Chef. That was the season that Chef Mark Forgione won. Um, right. And during that time, Chopped had just started, so they invited me to be a guest judge for one season. And I did two episodes, and the next they invited me to be a permanent judge and that was around 11 to 12 years ago so that's pretty much it happened very organically uh, and and just you know they, they say that you know kismet uh, you are supposed to be exactly where you are and that's what yep. and that's what happened yeah, and I, and I love to see how you all interact to each other, you know, especially you with Chad and, you know, and, and Mark. And, and you guys are real. it's really nice to see all of you becoming successful and doing. And not just not just being Food Network people, but actually making, you know, being involved in community, being involved in charities. And I think that's a, an amazing thing. And you all are, are great people to watch and, and to be part of their lives. It's really, truly inspiring. Thank you. Thank yes. you. So if you were to give a piece of advice for someone who was coming on to CHOP, what would you, uh, what, what piece of advice would you give them? I think the biggest, the biggest, like, you know, Chopped is probably the most difficult of all the cooking competitions which are out there. So the biggest, the biggest advice I would give them is keep it simple. Yes. And it's very ironic coming from me because when I think that something is done, I go ahead and add one more thing. <laughs> I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't believe in more is more. Is more. So right. my one piece of advice that keep is keep it simple, but make sure that that simple is impactful. You know, and a hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. With having being having being a contestant on the show, yes, simple is is always the best way to go. Um, you know, it was kind of interesting to see actually the judges now competing uh, on CHOP uh, against former winners, which is really a cool thing to see, uh, to see you guys come out from behind the, um, the, the podium and, and kind of get really into it, which is kind of a fun thing. For, for me, I know as, as a competitor, I love watching you guys compete. You know, it's, it's always fun to see. Most that. of the time, we're sitting in the back. We're like, "Oh my God! If we were there, we'll do that." So, yeah. <laughs> so they were like, "Okay, let's let let's let's see you do it. Let's, let's see you yeah, do. let's put a money where your mouth is." So we were like, "Okay, let's do this." But it was that's fun. awesome. And it still is very stressful. I do think that the fact that we know the kitchen kind of gives us a little bit, you know, of of an advantage. But then, you know, the reason why we are judging is because we kind of know what we are doing. So, right. <laughs> so it's you know that that's what it is. It, it is funny to watch it now and be having been on the show and reacting to people when they're doing things. I'm like, no, if you turn around, it's right there. The, the pan's right there. You just gotta turn. You know, it's one of those funny little things that uh, that I get a kick out of. And I tell you, I had a had a little I had a little difficulty in uh, when you and Amanda were competing. Um, it was hard to decide who I wanted to pull for, but uh, it, but I, I did. It was the same yeah. with me. It was very tough to figure out who. 
Yeah, but it was it was great. You, you ladies are just crushing it, which is which is phenomenal to see. And she's Amanda's such an amazing woman as well, an amazing chef. So it's good to see that kind of stuff. What would you say is your biggest influence, uh, or who was your biggest culinary influence in your career? My God, uh, I actually do not have an answer to that. I am the kind of person who gets influenced by every person because I do think that um, that you would be stupid not to learn from each and every person you come across. Be it um, you know, be it some incredible chefs that I have met. Be it when you know, be it when I visited Dom or Central, or be it you know the. I was in Urumbamba in Peru, and I met this lady who couldn't speak a word of uh, English, and I, and I, and my Spanish is not, you know, fit. <laughs> and both of us, we just sat, and for half an hour, I was selling potatoes with her and learning how to make potato croquettes with her. I learn, um, I get interested, and I learn from uh, the chefs who work for me. I learn from the dishwashers, uh, you know, who work with me, with everybody. Uh, to me, I, you know. I'm going to learn and I'm going to get inspired till the day I die because that's what life is all about. It's about learning every day. And the day yeah. I think that I've learned everything, then uh, then it'll be a sad day for me. Yeah, no, hundred. I agree a hundred percent with you. I was doing an interview this morning with a with another podcaster, and uh, he invited me on his show, and he said, "Well, you know, now that you've accomplished this, this, and this, um, do you feel like you've you've hit the pinnacle?" And my reaction was, I just scratched the surface. Yeah, I have so much more to learn, so much more to do, so much more I want to accomplish, and so much more I want to share with my team and, and my customers. So, so I definitely, definitely understand that that, that feeling and that vibe. Yeah. So, what's next for you? I think at the present moment is just to get out of this situation that has presented itself in front of us. Um, you know, there were there were some interesting plans coming up, um, but right now what we are going to do is we're going to get back. Uh, we are going to go ahead and try to um, to nurture. We are going to try to uh, just make sure that we are back to where we left off. Uh, they're definitely, I mean, Nashville as a city, this whole thing started with the tornadoes, which kind of ravaged our city. So our city was already hurting a lot. And then COVID happened and, and that itself put a big strain on the entire hospitality industry and on everybody. And now with this, you know, um, uh, with this looting and riots going on, right, you know, uh, we are all about peaceful protests, but when it, it turns into hurting our local businesses, that's the time it really makes my heart break. So I think right now the immediate the immediate plan is just to go ahead and uh, nourish the community and nurture the community to back to being you know Nashville strong. Um, and um, you know, in the long run, my book is coming out in um, in October. It's it's available for pre-sale. It's called awesome. Chart. This is my shameless plug. Um, ah. <laughs> and, uh, and then it's you know getting back on the shoots and getting back on the shows and j- just to go ahead and and continue and and try to make things as normal as they can be uh, till the time you know a vaccine or a cure is not um, is. Uh, 
Right. No, I 100% agree with you. And and once we do get back to that quote normal for us, uh, we got to do that dinner that we talked about. Yes, we have to. <laughs> we so have to. It will be like so, so fun. I can actually, like, I, you know, when we were talking about it, I was like, oh, maybe we can give everybody some jars and we can have things in bowls, like, you know, do yep. something around your book and my book, like so yeah, much. I, I truly look forward to that. And, and I really appreciate you coming down with me and, and spending a little bit of time and sharing your world. So for those who don't know Manit Chauhan, you can follow her everywhere on social media. You can see her as a judge on CHOP when you go down to Tennessee and, and we reopen as a normal society. Go enjoy all of her restaurants. And so Manit, thank you so much for spending a little time with me. You're the best. I appreciate Oh my God. Thank you. I look forward to uh, doing that dinner. Yes, I look forward to it. You stay Thank you. All right. Thank you. God bless. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.